You're listening to Hope of All Trades. This is David Anders. Thank you. You will always find me, and I will always find you. Yes. Who will we always lose each other to? Is that our fault? You will do as I say, or you... Or what? You'll ruin my life? You'll do your worst? Because I will always do my best. No. No magic. Science. Two True Freaks presents Hope of All Trades, hosted by Hope Molnax, talking like a man and fangirling like a lady since 2010. Well, that's too obvious. You gotta hit the door. You know, like, just like, like, kick it like you're bored, like, or like, like, stumble into it, like, oh, I didn't, you know, just hit the door, okay? Everyone wants some magical solution for their problem, and everyone refuses to believe in magic. How's the peasant's snow soap, Ben? Will you just take this damn spell off me? What's the name of the place we're headed, Captain? Neverland! Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hope of All Trades. My name is Hope Molinax, and it's time, it's time to have something that I've been talking about since April, and I'm so excited. A couple weekends ago, I attended Enchanticon in Orlando, Florida. It was the first Once Upon a Time convention, and I had the opportunity, after a bit of finagling, to sit down and talk with the lovely David Anders, who plays Dr. Well and Victor Frankenstein in Once Upon a Time. It's a short interview. My time was only 10 minutes, and my 10 minutes started the moment we walked in the door. So you're going to hear me opening my bag and like pulling out my notebook really quickly and being a little flustered in the beginning. But it was wonderful that he took the time and the energy and just sat down with me and talked about my favorite character in the show. He, Dave, Mr. Anders, is just such a lovely person, and he's hilarious, and he loves, he loves Once Upon a Time, and he loves being with the show, and he loves being part of the cast, and it was so great to get a little bit of an inside look of how he does his character, and how Dr. Well came to life, and how he knew about it the entire time, and it's just, it's a great interview. I hope you enjoy it, and then I'll be back in a few minutes to talk to you afterwards, so please enjoy my interview with David Anders. So how are you today? I'm fine. Are you having fun at the concert? Bar? I am. All right. So I took some questions from my blog and a few of my own, so I'm just going to jump right into them, all right? Okay. So each character has two lives in their heads. What do you think is the difference between Victor and Whale? <laughs> uh, well, I think Whale is more of a, you know, it's kind of a womanizing lech. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and uh, Victor is just more... Uh, ruled by work and, and, and science and uh, yeah alright um, I know my personal theory is that Victor is Oz what are some of your favorite fan theories um, that's the first time I've heard that really <laughs> everyone thinks he's Oz like everybody and if there's ever once upon a time in Oz it's going to be Victor and everybody thinks the black and white world of Dorothy Gale is Victor's world Right, that, that that would be cool. That makes sense. And hopefully that, that comes to be. So is that your new favorite fan theory? Sure. All right, awesome. <laughs> um, from Anonymous on my blog, uh, Victor doesn't have a lot of friends in the show. There's only Ruby and Jefferson. Are there any fairy tale characters you could see Victor becoming friends with? Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how to answer the question. <laughs> I'm giving the hard ones, I know. I really thought hard about these. <laughs> I don't know, next. Okay. Right. Um, from Abfab Sweetie on my blog, outside of Whale, who are your favorite characters on the show? Uh, well, I love, I love uh, Bobby as Rumpelstiltskin and as uh, Mr. Gold. 
is uh, Hook. Um, yeah, those are my two favorites. I I love hearing Colin sing. Uh, I'm a big fan of his band, so it's oh, yeah. kind of sad that he had to step down from that. But I I completely understand too. I've never heard of that. Oh, I could give you some MP3s. I have them, so and their new <laughs> album's coming out soon. Cool. So, uh, to me, Victor and Jefferson were game changers, and we talked a little bit about this last night at the cocktail party. Um, I believe we wouldn't have Neverland season three without them. How do you think Victor impacted the show, being the first literary character? Ah, uh, man. I told you, I'm asking the hard one. You're so into it. <laughs> I mean, well, to be honest, like this is my dream job. Like, yeah. I want to work for this, so I, I think about the show probably more than normal people. Right? Do. No, I think uh, you touched on. Uh, you know, I don't. Yeah, maybe Neverland wouldn't have come to be without uh, oh, without uh, the Victor's involvement and, and the black and white world and uh, showing that there was very different worlds in in the uh, once upon a time world as a whole. Um, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. You, you hit on it perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, so Storybrooke seems to become Victor's new home. If given the choice, would he stay there or go back to Gerhard? Go back home. Even with like his like new life with like Ruby and all them there. Yeah. He would still go back to Gerhard. Yeah. Sorry, Frank and Wolfers. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Not my ship. <laughs> you could tell by my background. I'm very much a mad whaler. So. Uh, this is from my good friend Chelsea on my blog. Her Tumblr name was Bride of Frankenwhale. Uh -huh. So uh, she wanted to know, do you, uh, what do you believe happened in the years between Victor's failed resurrection of Gerhard and the curse being cast? Like, is that, I guess, I, let me reword this. Is that something that you kind of put that background and you make it up yourself, or are you just <laughs> waiting for them to hand it to you? You wait for them to hand it to you. So you don't make up any of background stuff? <laughs> no. Okay. Because <laughs> the moment you make up something, you you're going to be. It'll be. It'll I got to change. Swear. It'll be changed, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and the other one from uh, Chelsea is she was wondering why uh, there was the choice to lose the accent between Victor and Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> There was no choice. It was. It was. I was reading the work because the accent was um, as you know the, the whale accent came first, right? So mm -hmm. and then I was reading the words and it didn't sound right in a colloquial American accent. So it just and in, in, in the clothes and in the whole world, it didn't seem right. It didn't fit. So that was my choice. Um, personally, I, I want to know, did you do any research on the background of Frankenstein and all that? Not a lot, no. Because <laughs> I, I was wondering, uh, you did so good in, in The Name of the Brother in the commission scene, and the history of that commission was so intense, and it was such high stakes, I just wasn't sure if you knew the history of that commission. No. Oh, can I educate you? Yeah, please. So, uh, Frankenstein was written in 1815, it's set in the 1870s. Uh, it's... Saying it was a war crime to, for film medics to be killed in battle wasn't until 1864 with the first Geneva Convention. So film medics before that were slaughtered. Like two out of three of them didn't come back and the third one came back mangled. And the thing is if Victor would have died in battle, Alphonse would have got the royalties which would have been went to Gerhard. But it's a military society so it was perfectly acceptable to do that to your son. Wow. And so that's why it was such a heartbreaking scene that to see Victor packing and getting ready to leave. So I, I thought that you had that research. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. Well, now you know. <laughs> I was just hurt by my father 
don't believe anybody. Well, poor Faramir. <laughs> it's the Faramir and Denethor from Lord of the Rings. You poor baby. <laughs> so, uh, well, I got through my initial questions. Uh, you kept the secret of being Will for a long time, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I knew from the jump. I mean, from the get How hard was that? I was God, I had such a hard time doing that. Yeah, people people would ask me not on set. I would tell everybody, but yeah, I didn't. I couldn't. You know, it was contractually obligated not to. Is is Victor's first name or uh, Wales' first name James? James Wales. Um, like the director, everyone's been debating whether or not because I know he's not a Time Lord. His name's not the Doctor. No, it's you know, it's uh, that's that was the whole wink, you know, mm. was James Wales, and everybody's like, oh, you're the Wales Wall of Pinocchio. It was so much fun. I don't know like, if that's his name. I think his name is Victor Whale. You think his name is? You yeah, call him Victor Whale? I think, like, Josh called me Victor once in Storybrooke, so. Okay. I know uh, uh, Gold did, but I just assumed it was your first name, so. Yeah. Um, so, if Victor is Oz, did that make your heart a steampunk Frankenstein version of the Tin Man? <laughs> oh, gosh. I went through all my questions really, really fast. Oh, my gosh. Uh, speaking of Jefferson, I have a theory that the events of the Doctor were dictated by Jefferson and Victor to save Victor's life. Do you think we're going to get more of that Mad Will Jefferson had her backstory, or would you like to see more of it? Because that's that's my personal favorite episode. Yes, yes, I would. I would like to see that. That's my How was it working with Sebastian Stan? Sebastian's great. I mean, so he's get along great. He's a great actor to work with. Giving and working with me, Bobby, and, and Sebastian. That, that scene, like the Believer Leaf scene, is my favorite scene of the entire series. Like, that's my favorite episode, that and Hat Trick. I've watched them multiple, multiple times. Believer Leaf. Am I good? All right, well, thank you for thank taking you. time out of your day. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. And, oh, by the way, you've been talking to David Anders, guys. I guess I should say that. Hey, gang. I really hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Just so you know, I will have a podcast doing a recap of Enchanticon, and I will have a second podcast coming soon of my three-hour-long panel with Other Side of the Mirror that we had at Enchanticon. Because, oh my god, three hours! I, I, You know, panels are usually about an hour long. This one was three hours, and everybody was so wonderful, and they loved it so much. And we were asking people to leave because we were so hungry at the end. And it was it was so wonderful just to see the fans come out and have such a passion for, for the show. That's going to take me a little bit, bit of editing because it is three hours and Christmas is coming and I work retail, which is scary, busy this time of year. So it's going to take me a couple weeks to get that edited together and put it out there for you guys to listen to. But I will have a recap of Enchanticon. I'll have a new podcast coming for my panel. And I also have some other shows in the works right now. I've been talking with the ladies from Big Bang Buzz podcast, and we're going to have a Big Bang Theory episode coming up. My friend Angel, that you might remember from my Iron Man 3 episode, we're going to be having a Thor 2 episode coming. I've been chatting with my friend Alex, and we're talking about doing a review of Pokemon X and Y. So I do have a lot of podcasts coming that's in the works, and we'll see how this works out with the Christmas season. I'm going to try and get most of these out in December. Though, some of them will probably come out in January. So that's something to look forward to. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to Hope of All Trades. Thank you to the wonderful Mr. Anders for sitting down with me and taking time with me and just talking with me. It really means so much to me. You don't know what it does mean to me. And I thank you for your time. And I hope to speak with you again. And thank you all for listening to this wonderful show. And cue the exit music. My name is Hope Mullinex. Thanks for listening. Lately, I've 